All the best new Australian music, from local bands to artists all the way in WA. With music news and interviews and in-studio performances, tune in to Breaking Bands every Friday from 9am. You were with Breaking Bands, Jim and Jake. We talked to one Josh Cashman before. He's a pretty cool unit. So you are playing in Sydney tonight. We're keen to have you at the Record Crate with the Grouches. And there's actually a few of my friends in the Grouches. How did you guys find the Grouches? People will like send you know messages to my Facebook page like, hey man, if you ever need support, let me know and whatever. And it just so happened that my um, booking agent knew these guys and he sent a few links said, let me know what you think. And I, you know, I love the sound of what they were like and spoke to um, uh, what's his name? I, I can't remember his name. I'm really bad with names. I spoke to him on the phone yesterday and he seems like a really cool dude. And Oscar, you know, I had a listen to a few. Yeah, Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Name. And yeah, I had a listen, and yeah, so we locked that one in, and they were legends, so we're sharing back lines tonight, because we're driving up in my little car, and we could only fit, you know, all of our instruments, pretty much, and so he, yeah, they've been legends about it, so I'm excited for that, and yeah, to hear their set, it's an interesting sound they got going on, and yeah, it should be good fun. Yeah, 100%, they'll really pump the crowd up for you, I can, I can attest to that. Awesome. Yeah. Gemma's been front row. Now, Josh, you've just come off doing some shows as well with Tash Sultani, you went around the country with her, tell people a bit about that, and what it was like to to do a national tour with her. Yeah, it's crazy. Obviously, she's like probably the biggest buzz artist in Australia, even, you know, worldwide now. She's um, got a real good thing going on. So she's also a friend of mine, so it was easy to tour with. We did America the first couple of months of the year, um, and that was epic to, you know, be on the other side of the world and, you know, playing to some really full rooms over there and getting to travel around the States. Was, yeah, it was epic. And, you know, I did a couple of Aussie, runs, Aussie shows as well. So it was awesome to play at the Enmore which was like a bit of a dream, I suppose, to play to, you know, two and a half thousand people in a really beautiful theatre like that. Um, so, yeah, those shows were, yeah, definitely epic. Um, yeah, it was cool. Because <laughs> yeah, we were just speaking, I was just going to say as well, we were just speaking to We The Kings this morning and um, we were talking about, like, Australian and uh, American audiences. How do you feel as though, were the Aussies lapped up as well overseas uh, when you were with the American audiences? Do they get the little nuances and uh, or is there a bit of a language barrier sometimes? It's really funny. Well, I was having this conversation with one of my bandmates yesterday and it's like the drinking culture in Australia is, you know, it, it, we're, we're wild here. We're, yeah. we're really wild and live music venues tend to be bars where people go to socialise as well, whereas over in the States it seems like the live music venues that we're performing in were solely for live music. Oh, okay. So the, sh- the shows over there were like super, like attentive. The audiences were like, <laughs> but they've been really waiting, and and they just came there to experience the show and not just to catch up with their mates and you know have a few beers. It was it was great. So, I mean, I love playing in Australia as well. Um, but over there, I suppose you know the, I suppose the crowd reactions, you know, the response that I got to my performances, um, you know, it was it was really nice and humbling because. You know, the audiences, they were right in it. They were there to see yeah. the show and nothing else. And that was a really nice feeling. And, yeah, every every show just kind of got better on that tour. And playing in Australia is cool because, you know, a, you know, a lot more people are starting to come to the gigs now. They're bringing friends. There's a lot of unfamiliar faces. And they can come yeah. and socialise as well, too, at <laughs> the gigs. That's exactly right. <laughs> what was your favourite city to play in the States? I really fell in love with Brooklyn. Um, so New York is obviously such a massive place. And Brooklyn we played at. It's called Rough Trade, and wait, was it? Yeah, I think it was called Rough Trade. And then there's like this huge record store in the front of the venue, and then you just walk through these two big, almost like Hogwarts doors, 
and then out the back is this massive band room and, and the band room is like big stage, massive like floor space and then you look above and there's like a higher level that kind of goes around, like almost like a, I don't know how to explain it, but, and that show and that audience, I think that was the biggest show that we did. You know, there's about a thousand people there. Wow. Um, and yeah, that was definitely my favourite show of the tour. Um, and in regards to just being in a place, of, you know, I, I liked New York as well. LA was pretty dope. It was just like everything you see in the movies, though. Yeah. <laughs> living it out, living out that dream. Yeah, trying to be like Mel Gibson, something like that. <laughs> well, not that far. We're not going to go that far. <laughs> yeah, we'll go, we'll go Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Josh, what's been your biggest challenge putting out your new EP, Instinct? I don't know, just reaching the broadest audience that you kind of can. You know, it's awesome these days it's streaming because, you know, you can reach anyone around the world, really. It's available for anyone if they have, you know, Spotify, iTunes, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously just, like, being nervous that people like it, you know. I released three of the songs as singles, but there was only four other songs on the EP that were, like, fresh. So I don't know what the biggest challenge would be, but it's all been pretty positive so far. All the feedback's been really great. It's been about a month and a half. And I suppose I'm just happy to have a body of work out finally. Some people were getting pretty impatient. Yeah, <laughs> I was too. <laughs> I definitely was getting impatient just releasing single after single, and I just wanted to have something out. Now that it's out, I feel really good. And it's funny because, like, most of the EP was recorded over 12 months ago and mixed over 12 months ago. So here I am, I've got all these new songs. So another challenge was, you know, being nervous to release songs that were a year old when I had all these new songs, which I think are better than the songs that I had last yeah. year. But anyway, yeah, it's all, it's all been pretty cool. And, I mean, you work with a cool producer too, the likes of worked with some John Butler Trio, the Cat Empire and Illy, and then mastered by uh, Joe Laporta, who's done some work with David Bowie in the Foo Fighters in the weekend. So was was there, did that, do you feel, bring the pressure to it and kind of help the situation of the writing process being like with these people who'd work with other people or was it a good creative environment for the for working on the latest album yeah it was interesting because i'd never really collaborated before and had what i would classify as like input to let's say songwriting and the way songs are structured i've always sort of gone into the studio with a song ready to layer everything that i've already got sorted out whereas though yeah. working with yarn it was cool because we turned, you know, a couple of days into songwriting sessions where we, I might have had a cool chord progression and I might have had these lyrics and I might have had this melody, but, you know, he helped sort of structure it into, like, you know, the stages of songs. And so it was nice to sort of have another musical, well, not that I'm a mastermind, but he's definitely a musical mastermind because he's worked with some amazing artists. He's got a lot of experience, so it was nice to... That, I, I really liked that in experience with him because, you know, he had a lot of input, but at the same time, he sort of let me steer the ship as well. So that was interesting. And then, yeah, obviously to get it mastered from Jerry Laporta was, was pretty epic. Obviously, they're in America, so I didn't go there to get it mastered. But, um, yeah, it's, it's crisp. The, the EP is really crisp and, you know, the quality of recordings and the way it's been mixed is, yeah, I'm definitely proud of it and, you know, happy that it turned out the way it turned out. An international continental collaboration it's, it's <laughs> something across like all that. boards there something Perfect. like that yeah. it's great well yeah we're really enjoying the instincts ep i've got it up here is there a particular track you'd like us to play i reckon you should give beauty and gray a spin that's probably my favorite track on the ep i, I think all songs differ but they you know they have some kind of linear relationship with the instrumentation beauty and gray 
Yeah, I, I think that's my favourite song on the on the record. Well, we're going to play Beauty and Grey right here. Josh Cashman is coming up to Sydney from Melbourne at the moment. They're going to be playing at the Record Crate in Glebe tonight with the Grouches from 7pm. Do head along to that and check out his Instinct EP. So this is Beauty and Grey by Josh Cashman on 2RRR 88.5. You with Jim and Jake. That was Josh Cashman, live in the studio. Tune in to Breaking Bands every Friday from 9am.